0: Let's bring in Paul Bryce with us now. Uh, The County Championship is moving towards a conclusion. In fact, today may very well be the final day of the County Championship season and our victor has already been anointed. Let's bring in Paul Bryce with the latest, our UK Sport correspondent. G'day to you, Paul. Good morning. Now, it's been a a long season, but from the very early stages, there was a clear standout in Division 1 of the County Championship and perhaps no surprise with the team that's lifting the trophy.
1: No, not at all, and um, for the, the first time since 2015, Surrey become the uh, ne- the next team, if you like, to do it back-to-back, not since the Yorkshire side of that year did they do it back-to-back, and they have, by virtue of Essex, actually helping them out by losing um, to Northamptonshire, who relegated and saved the best win for the last, winning by an innings and 39 runs at Wantage Road, and Surrey... You're right, today is the last day and they've still got a little tricky time to go because while they've been Crown County champions they still want 73 more runs to win the target 185 uh, with four wickets standing, 16 wickets in fact, no, 17 wickets fell on uh, the third day at um, the Rose Bowl in Southampton Nothing wrong with the pitch just good bowling, good spin bowling that, uh, that saw to that and Surrey, as we say, top of the tree and really by many before a ball was bowled this season uh,
2: Northamptonshire they'll go down but it looks as though it's a bit of a close one to see who will join them
1: well uh, yes it is uh, Kent and Middlesex are vying for that position uh, as we go um, at the moment and it's just a question of weather really in, in both games, uh, the, the weather is, has been affecting quite a lot of the games this week and most of the games will end in draws so it is tight the, the fancy would be that Kent might just have enough to get out of it. Middlesex don't have many batting points over the whole season, so they will struggle, I think, but it's between those two sides who's going to join them, as you
0: say. Uh, Tim Mertis retired, uh, What an incredible career uh, for Middlesex. He played his final game uh, last week, I believe. Uh, at Lords, where he had so much success with that slope Irishman who uh, really became a great of Middlesex cricket, and gee, wasn't it good to see him take a five-wicket haul at Lords for Ireland a few years ago.
1: Yeah, it absolutely was. And uh, always not forgetting, of course, the fact he started at Surrey, mm. uh, Middlesex's great rival. So he started his career there then made the switch um, across London. I don't know how it went down at the time, but certainly well-respected by both clubs, supporters of both clubs, and within the game. Similar standing, really, to Darren Stevens, um, who retired, who was going to go on forever and a day and retired, finished with Kent uh, the previous season. But, yeah, a great career. Coming to and of course he's still involved in the game he is actually a coach at Middlesex so he'll still be involved with the club going forward and um, be interesting to see what happens in the close season with uh, with various departures I'm sure going to happen in in and out of all the counties
0: now you mentioned uh, Essex losing by an innings to Northamptonshire so Essex's season finishes with a bit of a whimper. last Friday we spoke to you about alistair Cook and and what his future might be um, has he played his last innings do you think for Essex?
1: Well, um, Essex don't know. Uh, They're still waiting for him to make that decision. They're remaining fairly tight-lipped on it. Uh, And you have to think, um, and I've been doing this job long enough to know that nothing really surprises me, but you do have to think that the fact they're still waiting means that I I would imagine he he probably is going to hang up the boots and and go into whatever he's doing. As I said last week, he's, he's got a life outside of cricket. He's done a bit of media work, but he's also heavily involved in farming. So no doubt that keeps him busy and probably at the time of his life where he he wants to put more towards that. So I would imagine that we'll have an announcement in the next couple of weeks on his future.
2: All right, Division 2, Durham, definitely. Um, Are we saying that Worcester will be going up? Yes, that's confirmed. confirmed. Um, They
1: are going to join Durham in the first division um, by by dint of um, having putting Leicestershire out of the, of the contest, really. Leicestershire um, affected very badly by weather in their game. Worcestershire um, going on and, and getting the required points. So Durham and Worcestershire up and Northampton and one other coming away down um, there. And, um, yeah, well done to both counties in Division Two. Um, Worcestershire probably still seen as something of a yo-yo county up and down. But Durham, as we've said, and it's worth repeating, really, a great job, Ryan Campbell and Marcus North and all the team up there have done over the season they've looked to have um, a pretty formidable lineup. they've got good batting strength, good depth in their bowling um, they've just done a, a really first class job and I think they can more than hold their own in the first division next season
0: Yeah well done to Durham and well done to Worcester as well, a couple of clubs that have been out of first division for a little while and, and now back in first division next year, Paul Bryce with us our UK sport correspondent, a wrap there of the county championship ahead of the final day uh, of the season today. A lot of weather around in those last round games. Gee, the Rugby World Cup, you'd be excited, Paul. Uh, Top of Group D, England, and three crushing wins uh, so far in the tournament.
1: Yes, having said that, it's not been champagne rugby, and and in certain sections of those games, England have actually been rather frustrating to watch. Um, But, you know, they they say you don't win it on the first game, um, and they're sort of tuning up as we go all the home nations of course um have chance scotland with an outside of chance of qualifying but ireland of course doing so well a wonderful win for them over south africa going ahead and um i'll say it very quickly and quietly wales beating australia and oh um, I, I know a lot of uh, very happy welshmen um uh, uh, really enjoyed that performance and uh, we were really shocked at the same time. It was quite interesting to listen to the call of that game because the Welsh commentators couldn't quite believe what they were seeing from the Wallabies. They just they kept saying how beaten they looked right from the get-go.
2: Yeah, I think we can't believe what we've yeah. seen either. But, about uh, it, the better the <laughs> better. Uh, the EPL um, uh, the, looks like the best is kept to last on the Sunday with Tottenham up against Liverpool. That uh, will create a mouth-watering contest.
1: Yeah, it probably is the best game. It was only one um, game on Monday, and then you have the Tuesday game as well. But um, yeah, it's the best game of the round. Liverpool against Tottenham, and won't it be interesting at Anfield? Let's just see what uh, what Ange's got planned for for Liverpool. And it, it does look to be um, the, the the best of, of this particular round. And I can't call it really. Um, Liverpool depend which Liverpool turn up. Um, And then it depends how Tottenham allow them to play. So I think it will be goals. Um, I'd probably go for a a scoring draw um, in in this particular case because I really couldn't call it. But there it is. And um, as I say, the best. There are other, obviously, good games on. All good games. Aston Villa against Brighton. That's one to look out for. The early game Um, over here, the lunchtime game on Saturday. Um, Everton against Luton. Can the Hatters get their first win of the season? You wouldn't think so based on their current form, but then they're playing Everton, who come off the back of an excellent win over Brentford away last week. So that'll give them a shot in the arm and some much-needed confidence. Uh, just a couple of the games there just for, for over the weekend.
0: Looking forward to it. Uh, early stages, but certainly the table's starting to take shape and a lot of excitement around Ange and what he's doing at, uh, at Tottenham. Hey, to finish, Paul, uh, I know you keep a, a keen ear and eye on the uh, the AFL Grand Final. Who wins on Saturday at the MCG for you?
1: Well, it's going to be an early start for me, 5.30 in the morning. Bounce down uh, for us over here. And I pretty much agree with what you said in in the lead-up. The momentum, Collingwood do seem to have it. I know it will frustrate a lot of people, um, but I just think that um, Collingwood will will have it. They're obviously going to have the the more support as well, which is, you know, don't discount that. Brisbane will give them a stiff test. It will not be a one-sided game. I'll give it Collingwood by three goals.
0: Let's hope it is a close one right to the final siren. Paul, enjoy the early start and hopefully a good game of football and uh, yeah, plenty of sport to keep us occupied. The season's starting to change. Thanks for joining us.
1: My pleasure. Catch you next week.
0: Paul Bryce, our man on the ground, staying up nice and late for us there in the UK.